0: Time to go motoring with James Ward, the content director for drive.com.au. We do this every week. I can't wait. I love this segment. He's on the phone now. Hello, buddy. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm really, really good. I want to talk to you about this new Australian new vehicle efficiency standard and what it's all about and how it will affect us in just a sec. But there's something that I wanted to talk to you about that's got me puzzled, Um, an anti-Semitic Number plate sparked outrage last week in Sydney's Jewish community, and I totally get it. Um, the number plate had, well, it read Oct Oct 7th, which is the date when Hamas took all those hostages and massacred um, so many Jews, young kids at a music festival. It was October the 7th. Pretty clear to me what that number plate is all about. It's offensive. And you and I have talked about offensive, personalised number plates and how most of them actually get caught. It's very hard to have something really offensive uh, end up on the front and back of your car. How do you reckon this got through, James? Yeah,
1: look, again, I saw that one. And apparently it was registered uh, either late last year or early this year. So it's definitely a reference to to that date. So that's pretty disgusting form from from that person but look when it goes through they probably uh, look i dare say like many of these things there there may be human intervention but it may just go through a sort of a keyword pickup looking for mm. for swear words or, or rude words and things like that that then flags it with someone whereas you look at that and you think well that's just a you know a a, a pretty non-flaggable uh, set of numbers and letters that obviously when it's in context it has a has a meaning but i, I do I do think there's sometimes that they go a bit far. There was a story in in Melbourne this week where a car uh, was seen, and it was a it's a you know it's a Lexus. Uh, what is it? It's an LC, so it's a quarter of a million dollar sports coupe mm-hmm. with SS88 on there. Well, and apparently SS- there was
0: eight, eight right?
1: Yeah. So apparently, because um, there was another one in Sydney that was eight. I think it was eight eight hail, and apparently that's a neo-Nazi oh. thing and using two eights together and all that sort of stuff. So they were saying that this one is SS in, in you know, again, being potentially a, a nice reference. But, again, maybe let's kind of take a take a little step here. The two eights together is a very lucky combination for, for Chinese people, and we've seen yes. that on, on any number of number plates. Could this just be, you know, Stephen Shen with a nice Lexus with, with you know, the lucky numbers on there? Yeah, so I, I again,
0: wouldn't have picked that one. If I was driving behind that, I would, I, yeah. I'd be thinking I have, and, and that's it. And And I think we, I get it. You know, where, where people can
1: see offense in things that other people can't see offense. I think there's some that are overtly offensive. Do you remember like leg opener? Do you remember leg yeah, opener? Leg, leg opener, yes. On his Lambo, wasn't it? That's it was, right. Uh, and he got
0: pulled over. That that actually got through. And I don't find that really offensive. It's a bit of fun. But it's a bit of fun. But the, fun. But the right. police found it offensive, remember?
1: Well, and, and this is the thing I've seen countless of them where you see them in traffic and you go, I can't make it out. But then you see the car in your rear view mirror and they, they've yeah. done it quite cleverly that the letters come back. And you know what? It's it, it's pretty childish, but I find that to be quite amusing that someone's gone to that much trouble to try and have a, a, a bit of a laugh from their number plate. But I think this is the thing. We we either need to have a, uh, a level of, you, you know, th- there needs to be a bit of balance here, or if everybody's going to get offended about every single plate, just... Stop it. Just go to back to ABC123 and we all run normal number. Play.
0: James Ward is with us from drive.com.au. We're talking motorcars. A new vehicle efficiency standard, which is a- another word for fuel efficiency standard in my books, mm. um, incentivizes car companies to supply new cars that use less fuel per kilometre. When will Australia have this new vehicle efficiency standard and do you think it's worthwhile? yeah look so look it it is one
1: of these things that we we needed to catch up to the rest of the world and and i think it it comes into effect from uh, january next year from 2025 and it is a slow rollout what they're aiming to do is have us match the united states by 2028 so that's three years from next year to to roll this out and it will be a slow progression so these are not just from first of january also you know a whole bunch of cars can't be sold everything's off the off the menu It will be a gradual rollout as the the cars themselves are updated to have new efficiency engines. And we know that these targets are in place pretty much everywhere else around the world. And because we don't build our cars here, we're getting cars for the global market that are designed for the global market, that in many cases have an engine option or have one in development that will meet these targets. So as we sort of get closer, we'll get those cars anyway for the most part. There will be some, uh, I, I guess, outliers. Something like a Nissan Patrol, for example, with that five point six liter petrol V eight. Yes, there is no efficient version of that kind of anywhere. It is what it is. Will that be the end of the Patrol, or will a brand like Nissan go? You know what? We love that car. We love what it means for Australian buyers. We're going to, um, because what it says they can do, they can they can offset. Uh, the negativity of one car with positivity of others. And then Nissan have got, like, obviously, the electric Leaf, they've got the hybrid cash tie and X-Trail. So, will they offset what the Patrol does with some of the other cars? And this is the the, the discussions that will be happening at the moment as brands start to think: well, what can we do uh, to, to match these targets?
0: Okay. So, you, you know, Nikki, you know full well, Nikki's got a, a, uh, a Lexus, yeah, Lexus. NH300 yeah. hybrid. Because you helped us get it, you did the. Yeah, P- it's a good little car. <laughs> you loved it. Oh, she loves it. So that's a hybrid. That's in, that's environmentally friendly. Of course, um, I want to get a V eight. Am I <laughs> am I going to be hammered by the government by government legislation one day? No. Well,
1: this is this is so. One
0: day, I think that's the key. So the best thing is, is that all the cars you can buy right now. So yeah, you and just and buy let me a and just right let me now. say this. I want to get a V, and you know it, the one I want, the ML 63 three. Yep. Okay. So uh, we're saving petrol with one of our cars. And yes, I'm prepared to pay for hey, the it fuel. It out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but someone's got to pay the fuel excise. I'm doing my civil duty. This is it. You are you are they, they should put you on a stamp, I
1: think. You're doing the right thing to Thank for the you. Economy. I need to be nice. I'm driving a V8. Yes, there we go. An order of Australia for driving a V8. Maybe we should have that as a campaign. But we we're doing our bit for taxation. But look, you're, you you're right. You will be able to buy a car that is available right now. So if you want to buy a uh you know a, a, the the ml 63, you want to buy a V8 Mustang, you want to hold on to a Nissan Patrol, currently there is no uh, positioning in place where second-hand cars or older cars will be taxed at a heavier rate because they are more more polluting. And the thing you've got to remember is even now a modern V8, so if you take that Mustang Coyote 5-litre V8 in the in the Mustang GT, it is a far more efficient engine than what you would have got out of a six-cylinder uh, mm. Falcon, you know, sort of 10, mm, 15 mm, years mm-hmm. ago. And there's still plenty of older cars driving around. So the the idea here is to try and... Look, there's a little bit of government posturing that Australia doesn't want to be left behind. It makes sense for us to do this in line with the rest of the um, sort of the the first and second world as we as we move forward. It's the right move for Australia to do. It's really not going to impact too many people because these cars are in development anyway. But the big question will be, how do we deal with our ageing road fleet and and what do we do there? Because everybody, you've got one soapbox group that loves to stand up and say, with these in place, we will get flooded with cheap electric vehicles for everybody. And my continual point is, what cheap electric vehicles that will work in the Australian market? Most of them are left-hand drive only. They're not developed for right-hand drive. The ones that are developed for right-hand drive that we don't already get, mind you uh potentially not suitable you've got a lot of what we would term as a a micro car so for southeast asia and and china and even some parts of europe they have remember smart cars they're they're kind of like that only a little bit smaller and electric now that might be fine if you're running around the streets of paris but if you're trying to get from even one side of sydney to another and you're dealing with all the truck they are not suitable for that sort of environment so Mm -hmm. we have to remember that australian Well, Australia as a car buying nation, as a car driving nation, we have pretty unique requirements. We are a big, big country. And so this idea of, you know, cheap, tiny electric cars just doesn't really work uh, on that big scale. We will eventually see more hybrids and more electrics come through for for bigger SUVs and whatnot, but we're not quite there yet.
0: We're not there yet. I know I've been saying that for a long time. James Ward, uh, content director for drive.com.au. Love your work, mate. Talk soon. Always a pleasure to talk to you.